Blog Talk Radio. Dolphins over Jets, time to show who the best. Dolphins over Jets, Dolphins over Jets, Dolphins over Jets, time to show who the best. Them J E T S, up, up, up. Over rats, sun life over met, rookies over vets, promise over threats, and I promise we the best, and we coming for the win. I just hope your team set. We screaming Reggie, Reggie, running like the Prezi. Then I mean he ready like a Hemi in the Chevy. Zooming, we just zooming. Got Tanner here pursuing excellence, and he gon' prove it. Watch my team move steady. Fly from New York, get a welcome to Miami. Playing Uncle Buck, Rex look like John Candy. Roster full of jokes. A team full of comedians. Tell the real Reavers hardline is not seeing him. Since Antonio home, not worried about greening them. We go all the way hard and they ain't touching medium. Tell people send a prayer to the skies, they gon' be needing them. Come to sun life and this is how the crowd greeting them. Hartline, nine receptions for 111 yards. Teeny Hill, 18 
18 for two and 18 for 30. 200 yards, one touchdown pass to, to uh, for Anthony Fasano, and then a pass, and then a running touchdown to um, himself. I mean, and Lamar Miller, wow, 10 carries for 65 yards. The Dolphins won, and that is Soul of the Musical. And you are on with Brian Soul Kitchen Radio. We're going to get into everything, guys. This is not just the Dolphins talk. We'll talk anything. I want Jets fans to call. I want Patriots fans calling. Got a Patriots fan on. I want New York Giants fans to call. Whoa, what a game last night. Oh, that was a sleeper. God damn, I thought, God, I thought I passed out. It was so boring. 33-7. to seven. Woo. Anybody hear about what Steve Smith said to Cam Newton? That team's not going to last. I mean, we'll get into that. I mean, the humiliation again of the Dolphins, Reggie Bush. We'll get into anything you want to talk about today, guys. This is, this is a late-night show. And uh, I'm your host, Brian Kaiserman, and next week we're going to be live. Live. You heard it first in Arizona. First time out in Arizona, but uh, we're taking our troops out there. We're going to go watch the Dolphins dominate Arizona. So hopefully the Dolphins can get a win this week, and hopefully Arizona can get a win. It'll be 3-0. So it's going to be 3-0 versus a 2-1 team. Who would think that? Wow, the Dolphins could even be in first place. But I want, to, I want Misha to hear something right now. Hey, Misha, what's going on? You ready to hear something? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it yeah, because I got, I got to go to the bathroom. You got to go to the bathroom. Well, I want you to hear this yeah. and tell me what you think of this real quick. I know you're a diehard Patriots fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you think about last week? I mean, is this team really falling on? Whew, could they lose uh, to Baltimore? Sure. Are they gonna? Gonna... They could, you know, they could. It's uh, you know, whenever you go to Baltimore, it's like, you know, it's like a freaking wasp nest over there. That's for sure. Uh, they were a pretty good team, but uh, you know, I love my team. I love the Patriots. Uh, I was very, you know, excited to see the defense doing pretty well. Uh, it's unfortunate what happened on the offense. I mean, the second they lost Hernandez, it was never really quite the same. But uh, you know, for all you guys, I want, you, are, I want you to hear this really quick and tell me what you okay. think. I mean, we were talking, what do you think about that game? I mean, Ryan Williams fumbling the ball and the Patriots coming back with a chance to win. Yes, yeah, sir. I, I, was, I, was, I was in the bathroom at the time. <laughs> I was watching it online, and I was so ecstatic because it's so nice to see the Cardinals 2-0, and which I'll see in Miami, and hopefully they beat the Eagles this week 3-0. You know, they're, they're a good team, you know. They they are, are, I don't want to, they, their defense was really ferocious. Their offense, yeah. you know, you got to respect their offense with Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, whenever that guy's in there, you got to respect it. And their quarterback's not too bad either, you know. Yeah, he's all right. But the Patriots held Fitzgerald to four, uh, four yards. Four yards. Yeah, they 
That that's what I'm that's what I'm screaming. I mean, uh, you know, last last week they really uh took uh I don't know why I forget his name, the Tennessee running back out of his game, although he's been pulling all sorts of excuses because uh, he only Johnson? Had... Yeah, Chris Johnson. Yeah, Chris Johnson. Yeah, Chris Johnson. Well, no, don't, don't give him garbage. I mean, he's still got to respect mm-hmm. the man's game. But, yeah, last week he was – I mean, in the first game they really held him down. And then uh, in this game they held another star down. So, you know, it's pretty exciting to see to see that. Uh, you know, and, and Baltimore stars, uh, I feel like they're, they're mainly on defense. So you know if if the if the defense can hold up uh, against the Baltimore, I think you know I think we can uh, definitely pull something off. Uh, you know I'm pretty excited that they uh, got Kellen Winslow Jr. He's a pretty uh, he's a soldier. You know he's a soldier. So definitely respect his game, and uh, I think they're gonna use Wes Walker a little bit more again. So pretty yeah, excited yeah, to see yeah, what can happen there. So, I mean, Brandon Lloyd might not play in the game. He's kind of hurt. We'll see if maybe Greg Salas gets in there a little, even though he's on the practice squad. I think he could be a stud. He could be like a Danny Amardella, whatever how you say his name. I picked him up in fantasy. He's like yeah. a West Walker. And, I mean, the Patriots, you know what? They know how to win a must-win game. I, I think they lose to Baltimore. I think they lose by six. I think seven. I'm starting, you know, Flacco. But you never know what the Patriots. I mean, this could be a down year, man. The Dolphins could be. And you heard it first. If they beat the Jets and Buffalo loses to Cleveland and Baltimore beats New England, well, I think those there you know, are the first place. That's you know that's the beauty of uh, you know of the beginning of the season. You know that that's when you know uh, every fan, every team, everybody still has a chance. Everybody's still excited and happy, and everybody everybody can go to the Super Bowl right now. I mean, except for the Oakland Raiders, of course. But uh, everyone uh, you know is having a good game. So, I mean, yeah, really, you, got, you got twenty, you got twenty, you got twenty teams, one and one. You know, it's just you know that, and you got, I think you got six teams zero and two, and you got four teams zero two and zero. I can't remember, but there's a lot yeah, of exactly. uh, there's a lot of parity in the NFL. It's very I mean, anybody can win. I mean, as you saw last night, last night was just like nobody gets the Giants credit. Uh, you know, Hickson was out, uh, Bradshaw was out. Um, their their top receiver. Um, they, uh, What's his name? Knicks. Knicks. Team Knicks was out. Yeah. And Victor Cruz didn't even play good. And I mean, look at what's his name? I mean, Barton. Yeah, that, that, get out that of running. Nowhere. Yeah, you know? that's that's you know, and that's the beauty. That's what I like to see. You know, guys that uh, are out there to prove that they belong go Dante out there Brown. and they really. Yeah, I mean, all the all the running back backups. You know, yards, two touchdowns, five point seven average running. Yeah, I mean, nine receptions yeah. for 138 yards. Woo! Wow. Yeah, amazing, huh? I mean, if they keep playing like that, I mean, they're going to see a lot more playing time. Giants, got, Giants, sure. Giants know how to. Giants know how to get some studs in there. And um, they do, you know, they do. They got a ferocious defense, and their offense uh, doesn't uh, get the credit that they deserve. But obviously, you know, well, we got, Eli we Manning. Got, we got another. We got a nine seven zero. Where are you calling from? Colorado. Hi. This this is Miami Scott. I live in Colorado. I hate the Broncos, oh, yeah, yeah, and yes, I'm what's a Dolphins fan. Scott? What's going on, buddy? What's How's up, that? Brian? How you doing tonight, big guy? Ah, uh, you know what? I'm hanging in there, man. I'm just, I'm just ecstatic about this week. I, I got my buddy on the phone who's a diehard Patriots fan, and and finally, you know, I think we're gonna finally stick it to him, and we're gonna be in first place. Hey, everything could fall apart, and the Dolphins could lose to the Jets, and this dishwasher guy, and. Uh, 
New York to talk shit to me. He's like, dude, I'm not calling your show. He goes, I don't believe in that. I was like, well, you know, whatever, dude. I mean, you don't want to call my show because uh, you know I'll rip you online and I'll basically make you, you cry so hard that you walk out of your dishwashing job and you'll be on the street. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm well, trying hey, to bet with the guy. clean dishes to eat off of, right? Yeah, man, I mean, hey, I mean, I, I've been there and done that. I mean, I'm a server right now. I'm an actor on radio TV, but, shit, I would never do dishwashing. But, hey, more power to him. That's a Jets fan. Yeah, well, if Snatches and Tebow knew it was coming for them this Sunday with me in town, they'd go back to New York, and that's no BS. I mean, this this week this week's a crucial game, man. Here's the song I want everyone to hear. This is my this is uh, this is not a boy of mine, but it's Reggie Bush, baby, Reggie Bush, baby. I think they're going to yeah. bring him if they get in the red zone. I think he might even replace Sanchez. No, nah, probably not. But 
He's going to play a lot. I would say 15 to 20 plays from what I'm hearing. Well, well, here's the thing. You know, everybody keeps talking about Tim Tebow and that freaking, uh, you know, wildcat offense. That was born, raised, and developed right here in Miami. So if you don't think that Coach Philbin and the rest of the team aren't ready for Tebow and that wildcat, then you ain't a true Dolphins fan. The wildcat is going to be a non-issue tomorrow. Dolphins are going to shut that down. What is going to be the issue tomorrow is who takes care of the football and is going to come down to defense. That's my humble opinion, and I'm an opinionated type of guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that I think the Dolphins simply are going to have to just, you know, just we limit the term, term turnovers. Hopefully, Tannehill just has a, just a solid game. I mean, I don't expect him to come out and throw for 400 yards or, or no, this and that no. and be like an Eli. He's have, you know, I don't even know if you have like an Eli. The Dolphins, you know, what the Dolphins need to do is they need to get some receivers. I mean, last what? night, I mean, God, what? I was watching the Giants game and I was saying to myself, you know, I saw Jacksonville Giants and I saw that Barton guy and I was like, God, why don't we pick him up? I mean, the Giants know how to get their players going. Look at Victor Cruz last year. They do. They spread be the Victor ball. Cruz, nine receptions for 138 yards. Our yep. receivers can't catch that even in a game. I mean, Beth only had 42 yards. I mean, Fasano had a touchdown last week. We need to get our receivers open. We need well, to that's start why, stepping up, Matthew. Even though it's only week three in the NFL, this game right here is the biggest game for the Dolphins Crucial. of this year. And, and, and Tannehill, I believe, I full-hearted believe, and believe me, I traveled 3,500 miles to be here, so I know what I'm talking about. Tannehill is going to find other receivers. He's going to find other weapons. He's going to find his backs coming out of the backfield. And if the Dolphins have any chance of winning tomorrow, that's what it's all about. It can't be Brian Hartline like it was last week. No, it can't be already reverse like it was last week. Right, right. So that's why Tannehill needs to find other weapons. And this is his week to prove himself. This is his week to find other weapons, and this is the week that we stop the Jets. Well, yeah, you can see, like, Matthews opening up, Charles Clay. I mean, Lane's a really good fullback. I mean, we got to get Fizzano. our receivers open. You haven't heard of Fasano hardly at all this season. I don't care what you think about the Dolphins or the receiving core or their game. Fasano is still a weapon. He is. He'll get you a touchdown here and there. He'll, he'll probably probably maybe score a touchdown, you know, but we need to get – Fasano always steps up. Everyone always wants to do a to dip on him, but he, he got a touchdown last week. And, I mean, they they, they can they can really uh, get going. But let's get into the recap games of last week. Wasn't it awesome to see the Dallas Cowboys with Tony the homo Romo come out and play like everybody thought he would play? First of all, he has a great game against the Giants in game two. I mean, 27 to 7. I got rid of Romo, and I said, Give me Eli. I, I can't deal with Romo on my fantasy team. He's very inconsistent. And, uh, he's a joke. I think he's, a, he's joke. a joke. He's a joke. He'll never, he'll never win in Dallas, and Dallas will have to get rid of him. And St. Louis having a really good game with Sam Bradford and Danny Amarola. What an amazing game that he had. Um, was just absolutely amazing. I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what team really comes out. I mean, watching that Monday night game, the referees, I mean, in Vegas, they put the under, for, they're doing like unders for all the games, and they're like taking, everyone's taking the over, because they think a lot of the games are going over, because the refs are horrible, and they're calling all the penalties. The Vegas knows this stuff, but that game against the, the, the Denver-Atlanta game, I mean, I don't blame Michael Turner for going out and drinking after a pretty boring game. 
I mean, it's a great game, but it was just too many penalties. You know, football cannot last four hours. Like they said, a three-hour game, and this game against the Jets, I'm hoping is over by 4 o'clock because that's to be a work of five. And, um, you know, I don't want to miss any of it, but uh, hopefully it's not going to be a long game and doesn't go into overtime. Hopefully the Dolphins come out and dominate. But, I mean, there's a lot of good games. I think Buffalo could get beat by Cleveland. I think the Ravens are going to come out, and Joe Flacco's going to have an amazing game to Dennis Pita. If anybody's looking out there, Dennis Pita's a guy that you'll pick up. He's getting a lot of reps as a receiver. He's getting a lot of reps as a tight end. And um, I don't know about Bolden. He's a hit or miss. You never know what you're going to get out of him. Yeah, and that's the great thing about this. Uh, the, as far as I'm concerned, that's one of the great things about this season this year is there's no one standout team. There's no one dominant team. And it's, it's all up in the air right now. It's all up for grabs. It, it just depends on who can play and who can do what, and uh, that's what makes the season exciting. You know what I mean? Where are you at? Where are you at tonight? I am currently at a uh, bar called Rocco's in downtown Miami with my dear friend Edie Moran. Dayland, Miami. My bad. And uh, we are pre-celebrating uh, the Dolphins' wins over the Jets and. Uh, Last uh, yesterday, I traveled damn near 4,000 miles to come down here, support the Dolphins. I'll be in the deep end. So when you see a white boy screaming and yelling, calling Sanchez snatches <laughs> and T-Blow, T-Blow, that'll be on TV. I mean, it's, 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 it's awesome, man. Being at, being, being at the away games are even fun. If you ever go to away games, I fly out to Arizona next week. So I'll be flying cross country to see the Dolphins play Arizona, and uh, I'll be wearing makeup and I'll be wearing my shorts and my shirt. And as and far as I'm concerned, I think this is one of the the most exciting and funnest seasons in the NFL in a long time. Uh, for the for the past ten years, you know, it's always been you know Tom Brady and the Patriots. Uh, I've, been, I've, been, I've been telling Patriots fans this that the Brady is not going to be what he used to be, man. He's going oh, no. downhill. When when they lost to the Cardinals last week, my hope the Dolphins shot through the roof. It, it, yeah. It's a great season. It's exciting. Like I said, there's no one standout team, and as no. long as, as teams play tough and they play hard, the whole season is up for grabs. So whether or not you think the Dolphins sucked before the season started, yeah. Um, you know, they got a lot of momentum coming into this well, week. They and the one of the greatest rivalries in 13. They had they right. held Aaron McFadden to like 22 yards and 19 yards reception. One of the greatest rivalries. Six yards, but. One of the greatest rivalries in football for the last seven, eight, nine years, and even to this day, has been the Dolphins and the Jets. It, it doesn't matter how each team is doing. It doesn't matter the record. Those two teams play each other so tough. And it's some of the most exciting football that you can watch. And, uh, you know, nobody, nobody is more excited for Sunday than me. Because uh, the Dolphins are either going to win or I'm going to get arrested. Oh, God. <laughs> and don't, that's all there is to it. Don't treat too much, man. I've been there, done that. So, <laughs> the, 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 the Dolphins better win or I'm going to hear it from the dishwasher guy. But, uh, you know, um, I, again, I think I think we win by three. I think it's going to be a very, very close game. And I think this this is the year the Dolphins can show. I mean, 
I don't know why people don't think that the Dolphins cannot go 10 and 6. I said they're going to go 6 and 10 or 10 and 6. I think they may mean to go better. But like I say to people, it's just an easy schedule, you know? Yeah, and yeah the Dolphins have a- the easiest schedule in the league. Yeah. There's no reason if we beat the Jets once or we beat the Patriots once, we can win our division. I believe that wholeheartedly. And ain't nobody going to tell me different. I mean, how long have you been a Dolphins fan your whole life? My whole life. I'm 34 years old. I was born That's and crazy. raised in Fort Collins, Colorado. Nice. Growing up in my household, it was Larry Zonka, John, or, uh, Bob Greasy, and the rest of the 70s Dolphins. When I went to school and everybody was running around in uh, John Elway jerseys, my happy white butt was running around in Mark Clayton, or, or Mark Super, Mark Clayton jersey, Dan Marino jersey. I grew up on the Dolphins because of my father. So um, I, I'm used to battling. I'm used to button heads with everybody. No, I mean the, do- uh, the Dolphins haven't really been relevant in my life or your life, but they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get it together. I mean, everything comes to an end, and the Patriot dynasty comes to an end. And here's a song right. that I want everyone Nothing to hear. Nothing lasts forever. And you guys are listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. We'll be right back at number seven one four six nine four four one five zero. Let's get some callers. Come on, Jets fans. I know you're out there listening on the podcast call. I mean, listen. You know, can't be that bad in your life right now. I mean, Sanchez overrated. Tebow probably come out of the closet, even though I'm a Tim Tebow fan, and I have his jersey, not going to lie. But uh, this, this, is, this, is, this is crucial. Dolphins need to win this game. Jets fans need to call. Call the show. I know you're out there listening. I want to talk. I want to talk rant. I want to smoke you. Tell you what's up. Yeah. Make, you, make you cry to your mom and, and make you go out and maybe, uh, you know, you, try you to change your life. You tell Jets fans to come find Miami Scott on Sunday because I'll be ready, willing, and waiting. Uh, fighting isn't the answer, but here's a great song that you would all that I hope we hear all day. Miami fight. Right. Song. Sorry, my phone's dying. Miami has dolphins, the greatest football team. Love you, Brian. I did what I could, man. I'm sorry, my phone's dead. No, that's fine, man. Thanks for calling the show. Was, Call us Sunday when you're there, okay? Because we got our fantasy show, and I'll be in Arizona next week, okay? And that was Miami. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking to football, because we're the Miami Dolphins.
Soul Kitchen Radio, guys, we just had a disconnection. That's that's part of life of what happened. But I always get some callers going on. Soul Kitchen Radio, that was the Miami fight song. That was Miami Scott, who has traveled across the nation. Diehard Dolphins fan, about my age, to see his beloved Dolphins. Someone gave him a ticket. He flew on an airplane. He had to deal with fat people in the, in the sidelines. And uh, we have another caller right now. It's uh, I think it's my boy Arnie. Let's get to him. You're on Soul Kitchen Radio with Brian. Is this Arnie? Yes, it is, Brian. How you doing, my friend? Hey, what's going on, man? Just uh, doing a little late-night show tonight. We do it from uh, 10 to 11.30, pretty much Dolphins, anything you want to talk about. But I kind of want to get in the game that I think is a big game this week that a lot of people are not talking about is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, which you're a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. Is uh, Jeremy Macklin going to play? And the uh, Cardinals. Yeah. Macklin's out for the game. They already listed him out. Okay. You'll see um, DeMars, uh, Johnson, the rookie out of Tulsa or, or Tulane. I think he's from Tulane. He'll be in there. And uh, uh, a guy that was on the Oakland Raiders last year, Marty Gilliard, uh, Cincinnati, second year in football. Hey, they signed him off the practice guy last week. He'll be in the game also for um, this week. But I think what you're going to find, and it's been really good for the NFL, that double tight end using Clay Harbor and Brent Selleck, at the same time on that field, that might look good for the Eagles. They want to start running the ball. That's a tough defense, that Cardinal team. Don't take them lightly. They're a pretty good football team. Yeah, I mean, the, the Cardinals right now are 2-0. and But the Cardinals just have defense, Peterson, and they have a couple good D-backs. But their, their offense, uh, I mean, Wells, Williams, not really consistent, Andre Roberts. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald only having four catch, I mean, only one catch for four yards last week. Um, it's going to be a defensive struggle. That's how the Cardinals are going to win. That's how the Cardinals are going to win. But, yeah, I mean, that stadium there is pretty crazy. I'll be up there next week for the Dolphins game. And, uh, I mean, it's a, big, it's a big game for Philly. Philly can go 3-0. and Watch out. I mean, they, they, play the really... Giants. They, they bring the Giants in the, uh, the Lincoln Financial, uh, where they've always feasted on the Giants. If they could have to a 4-0 start and uh, – Fix up, take so many hits, and they get healthy at the wide receiver position because that's the one position that concerns me. Macklin concerns me. He's never a guy that stays uh, uninjured uh, for a year, and he's been injured every year he's been with the Eagles. But I think for the Eagles, D'Amico Rhymes and Kendrick in the front four and the rotation they got, they've been playing some pretty good football. They turned the ball over nine times in two games, win them both by a point never happened in the NFL before. And they beat a pretty good Baltimore Ravens team. If they didn't turn the ball over against the Ravens, they'd probably put a 45 up on them. And that Ravens team has a good defense. I know it was at home, but you never know what happens. I think the Eagles win, but it will be in a, in a, in like a, like a defensive struggle. And everything really hinges on how good is Michael Vick on the plane. And if they can stop turning the ball over, I think they'll win the game. Uh, Cardinals is coming off the beating the New England Patriots in Foxborough which is not an easy task to do, but they did that because Kowski missed a, a chip shot. And that's just football for you. But uh, you get off the Eagles game for a second and go to your guys uh, in Miami, they get to play the New York Jets, and it's always a good game between the Jets and the Dolphins. They get them down to Miami. I think the Miami Dolphins and Reggie Bush starting to roll. I like Tiny Hill as the, the quarterback there. I think yeah. the Dolphins are going to beat the Jets this week. 
I, you know, I, I think so, too. I think it's going to be, again, a defensive struggle game. Like I was talking to Miami Scott, what the Dolphins need to do is they just need to, you know, eliminate the turnovers, and they need someone else by, besides Brian Harline and Devon Betts to step up because the Jets' defense corners of, uh, you know, Revis and Cremani are going to be on them. So maybe like a Matthews or Charles Clay or uh, one of our players that we don't expect is going to step up and uh, be that three receiver that we need maybe in a day. Um, but I think, uh, you know, Daniel Thomas is back. Our defense is really good with Randy Starks and Cameron Wake. And I think Richard Marshall hopefully be back and healthy and Sean Smith will have a good game. And it's a crucial game for the Dolphins. Hey, they win this game. They go to 2-1. and one. I can't think of the last time the Dolphins were 2-1. and one. And possibly, possibly being first place going to Arizona to play a very tough Arizona team. But, you know, the Jets got a lot of sneaky plays. I think they're going to probably get Tebow 10 to 15 plays. Um, I just don't see many teams. I don't see many of this. I see this being a really low-scoring game, maybe like a 17-10 Dolphins victory. I don't see Reggie Bush going for 172 yards and in two touchdowns. I mean, that would be great, but the Raiders' defense has just been beaten up, and I think the Raiders are one of the worst fo- football teams right now. Um, they are. Them and the Cleveland Browns are the two worst football teams in all of football. Uh, they, they just are terrible at Oakland. They bury themselves with that bad trade for Carson Palmer. Giving up two first rounders, a second round draft pick for a guy that who is, is basically isn't that good. And when now, I had my show tonight, uh, I had uh, Mike North from Chicago on our show, and my show is the Artie Fish Show on Wi-Fi fourteen sixty. You can always get me on my site www.theartiefishshow.com. We have a show each and every day from five to seven, Thursdays five to eight with Seth. Join us for an extra hour, and Fridays for six to eight. And we bring a lot of the guys on that or in football or just got out of football. And there's a lot of talk uh, about this um, Tebow guy. Uh, uh, if Mark Sanchez doesn't play well, he's been thrown on a bus about four times, five times last year. They already threw him on the bus one time this year. Uh, the Jets are only in Vegas. You know, they're only uh, picked to go eight and eight, and that's the towers out in Vegas. And they're usually pretty close to the money, so – the Jets, I don't know if Revis is going to play or not. That might take an intent. But I really think that for the, for the Dolphins, it's Reggie Bush. If Reggie can have a 100-yard game or be really effective, a couple screenplays to him, and maybe totals between running and, and pass and, and, and reception to like 150 yards, somewhere around there, that the Jets will have all they can handle. And, uh, I'm not a big Jet fan anyway. I just don't think they got much. Keller's out. Antonio Holmes is a maniac. He's never on the same page, and no. it's not the same team. I don't, really I don't think, think, think Stephen Hill's going to have much. a great game either. I mean, Jets Jets are supposed to be mediocre this year, eight and eight. The Dolphins are supposed to finish six and ten, but not everyone's right. I mean, people don't realize that the Patriots have taken a down spiral, and they're not going to beat Baltimore. Baltimore beat them by three to seven points. Joe Flacco's going to have an amazing game to Dennis Pita. Ray Rice is going to run all up on that sec- that secondary and that defensive high tower, and you know, and the Patriots are just not what they used to be. Brian Walters did not want to play for him. He was a good offensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he's like wants to play in Houston, but they don't want to release him. Wes Welker's probably his last year there. Uh, Brandon Lloyd might be questionable. Aaron Hernandez probably won't be back for a while. They signed. Go ahead. I'm sorry. They they you go, they signed Deion Sanders. Not Deion. Deion, Kelly uh, Deion Branch and also Branch and um, Kelly Winslow Kelly were Winslow. signed. Yeah, Kelly yeah. Winslow. And so that's their 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 uh, 
you know, Tom Brady was not the same. And I'll tell you this right now, I don't see the Patriots even uh, possibly not even winning the division. People, I mean, I, I think the Dolphins can win the division, but a team that I want to sleep on right now is the Buffalo Bills. And they got Cleveland this week. And then C.J. Spiller, he is amazing. I mean, he was a stud in Clemson, and, you know, he actually kind of had an off year. But that guy's good. And if Steven Johnson or Ryan Fitzpatrick with that defense of Mario Williams and their third secondary, whew, the Bills can yeah, make some noise. Watch out, for, watch out for Trent Richardson if you don't want on, on Buffalo. They give up a lot of points there. Richardson had 109 yards last year with a – Last week with a, a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. Brandon Weed threw 323 yards last week. Uh, Brandon Weed is a good quarterback. For, Cleveland's not a bad team. I don't, know, I don't know how good he is because it's only two games and he lost them both. Although uh, Cincinnati put a lot of points up on Cleveland and, and Cleveland put a lot of points up on Cincinnati. So uh, so we've seen him there. But uh, that was more of a team that was playing from behind and Cincinnati saying, okay, we're going to let you score, but we're going to chop a lot of that clock. So you keep on thinking and dunking on us, and we're going to allow all that. But as the time clicks on the clock and we got the lead, we'll wind up winning the league, the, the, the game. And that happens all the time in football. But to get back to New England, what really hurts them more than anything else is losing Aaron Hernandez. He was yes. a big part of a running back, H back, tight end. I like to play that two tight end. Uh, yeah, but they like to play the two tight end uh, with Gronkowski and Hernandez, both in there at the same time. And that's where Tom Brady feasts on the tight ends. And Wes Walker gets the ball, but you can really see he never hardly uses those wideouts. It's always in the middle of the field to Gronkowski yep. or to Hernandez or some type of play, or you get Wes Walker in the, in the slot, and you get him on a little dunk, and he starts running the ball. I really ran the ball good for them. Don't count those New England Patriots out. Remember one thing. Eli Manning might be the best quarterback in all football right now, but Tom Brady's no slouch, and Tom Brady knows how to win. So between that and, and Belichick and that team, they find ways to win. Will they be 13-3? and three? Maybe not. Will they make the playoffs? I think so. I, as much as I know you love your Dolphins and the New York yeah. Jets are in that division, the cream of that division is the New England Patriots, and that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, Wes Walker, if he, they'll, they'll go get receivers. That team drafts better than any team in football. Just look at their draft picks when they get them and who they get with their drafts and everything else they do. They have a great front office. Really? The best owner in all football and Kraft. Yeah, Robert, Kraft. Kraft. Robert, Robert Kraft is definitely a great owner. He knows he knows what to do. I mean, you know, it's it's, uh, it's going to be amazing to see what the Patriots do. I mean, if you're an Eagles fan, would you start Deshaun Jackson this week against Arizona? I just picked him up in a trade, and I'm going to start him. I think he has a pretty good game. Yeah. You get you got yeah. to start him because Macklin's not going to be in there, and they're going to go to him. They're going to try to mm-hmm. use a bubble screen. Number Didn't one thing, like... if you watched the game last week against the Ravens, when Vic is naturally left-handed, he rolls out to the left and he hits Jackson for a couple first down, just a little, uh, like like a, a a run in and out towards the sideline, and and boom, the ball's right there, and he gets out of bounds, so he don't take a pound in. He likes that play. Deshaun Jackson clicked twice last week, won that same exact play. They'll run it again this week. The whole key to the Eagles game is Adrian Wilson and that kid, Docky, and Patrick Peterson. Yep. Taking care yeah, of the ball. Tur- tur- I'm turning it over. I know. Their defense is good. Look, they held, they held New England down in Foxborough, but in that game, Hernandez got hurt, so the offense completely was yep. a different offense. And that's Number why one I think the Patriots are going to take a, a, a backslash because Aaron Hernandez is better than Gukowski, and people don't realize that. Because... No, 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 no. 
He can play running yeah, back. He can play receiver. Right. Tight he's end. more versatile. He's more yeah. versatile, but he's not a better blocking tight end, nor is he a better uh, receiving tight end uh, as catching the ball because Strunkowski can get the biggest hands in all football. They're both great. Um, they're both great, and they got them both in the same draft. And just goes right. to prove what I was just telling you, their drafting is so good when it comes to drafting people uh, and positions that they need. So they don't. They really don't go with the wide receivers, but I promise you they'll get themselves a wide receiver next year in a draft or they'll make a trade and get a wide receiver. Uh, they know how to win. They know how to win. And Brady, even though Eli Mann is playing the best, he goes down as one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, and he's still young. It's not like he's over the hill. So, yeah, like but said, his, career, his career is coming to an end. I don't know if he's going to win another Super Bowl. Look at Matt Ryan. This is Matt Ryan's year to shut up or or shut up or, you know, like go Matt up Ryan. Or, Look what he did to, to Denver on TV. Yep. Uh, he picked that defense apart, and that defense at Denver defense has a good defense. There are no slouches up there with Dumerville, uh, uh, Champ Bailey on, on that team, and, and Von Miller. They, they got a good, good defense, Denver, and they're going to win this week because they're playing in Denver. And Atlanta took them apart. Now, I know that Peyton Manning threw three interceptions in the first quarter, and after that he settled down, but they are a good team. They're a good team because they got a good defense. Houston, Texas has a good defense. The Eagles, we're not going to get a Philadelphia Eagles, and you listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Deshaun Jackson. Okay, go ahead. That was Deshaun. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting, you know, you know, game because, I mean, the Falcons are going to the Chargers, and I think the Chargers' defense is really good. So it will be interesting to see if Matt Ryan's going to really open it up to – Julio Jones is, is you know, is, is White going to have a good game? I like that receiving court of Julio Jones and Roddy White and Tony Gonzalez. Douglas. Can you name a better three? Tony Gonzalez. Can you name a better three? And, no. and then Michael Turner in the backfield. And then and then a guy like Harry Douglas is your third wide receiver, yep. who's probably the best third wide receiver in all of football. Yes. That, that Atlanta Falcon team, I know that they lost in the playoffs last year. Uh, what was it, 22 to 2 or something like that? 4 to 2, a safety. Yeah, yeah right. I don't really know the Giants. But they added a lot on defense. They got Asante Samuels. They got Ray Edwards. He's a really good player. They got, <laughs> yep. got Abrams. They got, you know, Greg Grimes is out, but they, you know, they find, find someone else to fill in. And uh, this is their year. You know, this is their year. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people. But I could see these are my teams that I could see possibly getting there: Falcons, Philly, San Francisco, and uh, San Francisco that's pretty much it. I don't football. see the Packers getting there. Well, I don't know about the Packers. I just know the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in football. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't argue with that. That defense is sick. That defense yeah, and is and sick. I mean, they got Davis, Frank Gore. Frank Gore, Brandon Jacobs, Michael Crabtree, Randy Moss. I mean, they got well, Michael You're James not, is the Backup running back, force trainer. Well, let's not yeah, let's not forget about Mario Manningham. Yeah, Manningham too. You know, Manningham Crabtree. Davis has been hurt. He hasn't played at all. Crabtree's a good wide, a good possession receiver. Yep. Ma- uh, Manningham can stretch the field, and Frank Gore is as good as running back as there in football. I'm not saying he's the best, but he's an A. He's an A running back. He's not a B. He's not a C. He's an A running back. He's a right. He's good as Ray Rice. He's good as Shady McCoy. He's a really good running back, and that's a good team. That's, that's a really good team. That's a really good team, and they showed how good they were last year, and they should have beat the uh, Giants, but that, that guy, I've got what's his well, name. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Williams, uh, 
Kyle yeah, Williams is still on the team. Ring. He fumbled. Yeah, he's the son of Kenny. They were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's the son of Kenny Williams, the general manager of the Chicago White Sox. Oh, I didn't know that. He's, that's, okay. that's, yeah, that's his son. Well, you know, first of all, you know I'm the guru when it comes to information, when it comes to sports. That's why when we do our show here on the Artie Clear Show, Wi-Fi 1460, you catch us between 5 to 7 each and every weeknight. And we can mm. fact out there. We're an information show, but we do a lot of stuff from foundations and, and charities. But we get the athletes on there. We just had Rick Barry on there. Uh, TJ Duck came on their show tonight. We had Tommy Green. We had some guys out of Chicago come on their show. Some bloggers come on their show. They, they keep on coming on their show. We like to get information out to the people who want to listen to the show. And the most thing, the thing is that uh, you get the correct information out, and you give them some good stuff that they can talk about and say, hey, I didn't know that. And I just learned something because I listened to the audio Clear show. So that's what we try to do. That's what the best thing to do is give information. So, yeah, we don't have a lot of callers today. Let's get into baseball. You know, um, what do you think about the Phillies? Do you think they're going to make the playoffs? I know they won today. Carl Reyes hit two home runs today. Uh, it's, um, uh, Ryan Howard hit another home run for the Phillies third wow. game in a row. Uh-huh. We hit a home run. Carlos Ruiz hit a home run, and Kevin Franchin hit a home run. Uh, wow. Kendrick picks good. The, the bullpen came through. They went six to two. The three games them back at St. Louis. Milwaukee came back. It was two one Washington. They won the game four two. So they're wow. close. The Dodgers they they put two and up up in the tenth against the against the Cincinnati Reds. So uh, and the Cardinals lost. Uh, and Pittsburgh they're buried. They're losing right now five nothing to the Houston Astros in Houston. So wow. do I think the Phillies can get to the to the world to the playoffs. No, I don't think they can get there. Although I want them to get there, I think if St. Louis fades, the team is going to get there. It's going to be the Milwaukee Brewers. They finally figured out of the win. They won seven in a row. They're making up ground like you can't believe. They're a game and a half away out of St. Louis right now, and that team has hitters and they got some pitchers. They finally figured out that Atchford's their closer. Yeah, and between Ryan Braun and Aramis Merez and and the rest of them. Uh, Guys out there, out in Milwaukee, they got hot at the right time. And they're a team that no one talks about, but they're a team that can get into the playoffs and do some damage. And a one-game suicide rule, wild card, you never know who's going to get in there. Look at the last two years, the Cardinals and the Giants won the World Series. If you had back-to-back bet that and take the odds in the very beginning of the year, and you just say, you said 20 on the first one and then put it all up in the second one, you wouldn't be doing your show. You'd be a millionaire. That's true. That's, that's absolutely true. I mean, you know, if the Cardinals are coming back, no, I steer 10 games down. I mean, anything is possible. I mean, you could, I mean, it's going to be an interesting year in baseball. I did not see the Yankees winning at all. I did not see the Tigers winning well, at they, all. They, they, they won today 2-1 to one in extra innings, okay. okay? And they've won six in a row. Now, Baltimore, they won 4-2, and they've won Over five the in a row. Wow. Okay? So now, Oakland, who loses to the Yankees, so they lost ground to the Yankees and to the Orioles, because the Orioles only half a game behind the Yankees. Okay. And they went in with the same record, Oakland and Baltimore, today. And now Baltimore's at least want to win the wild card along with Oakland. And there you got two teams that you never thought were going to be in the playoffs, let alone be at major factors in the playoffs, because the Yankees don't have their division set up. They're only a half a game ahead of Baltimore. And with 11 or 12 games to go, anything can happen in those games. Look, they had a 10-game lead against Baltimore. Now they're only half a game ahead. Baltimore tried them twice in the last week and a half of the division lead. Okay, the Yankees, Sebastian pitched great tonight. Eight innings, uh, 11 strikeouts, two walks, three hits. And I think he had two walks. So he had a nice line. I think Soriano blew the save and they won it in the 10th inning. 
I'm not sure how they won the game. But yeah, I mean, you, can, you can never count on the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, too. I mean, they nah, came out last year. They're, they're too, I know, but they're too far ahead. They're too far behind. They're five and a half games out. I know they won today, say, 12 to 1 or something like that. But they got to overlook that Oakland, Baltimore, and the Yankees. They're, they, they don't have a chance. They're too far ahead of them. Just like the Braves are too far ahead of everybody in the wild card, even though they lost tonight. Uh, yeah, I, just, I don't see the Braves. I don't see the Braves. They're really consistent team. I mean, I think the Braves will find a way to choke it. I mean, I, I think they have the team to get there, but I don't know how Chris Medellin's going to be. Put it this way. Put it this way. If the Phillies sweep the Braves, okay, and they yeah. lose a couple more, <clears throat> and the Braves lead with, with Dwindle, I watched them lose the last three games last year and not get in the playoffs. I watched the San Diego Padres when you have – they have to lose every game to get out of the playoffs, and they did. Yeah. I watched certain things happen in, in 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 through sports. You never ever know. The Phillies had a six game lead with with ten to play in 1964. The Mets had seven game lead with 17 to play in 07. This always ever took them. You never know what's going to happen with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, their bullpen is solid. Their starting pitching is okay. Uh, Chipper Jones. If they do get in the playoffs, I'd like to see them win the World Series. Let Chipper go out with a championship, which probably won't happen, but. Uh, yeah. He's a great ball player, and he's going to retire this year. And he's a guy that I've learned to love, but hate it because I'm a Phillies fan. But yeah, he's had a great career. And uh, one thing I like about him is he never had uh, his name uh, in a in a bad scene or in a news article that was bad, or he never heard anything bad about Chipper or a father or a wife. Or but a yeah, I agree. No, the guy's a solid. Solid guy, like Derek Cheater. They're solid quality guys. He's not good for baseball. You know, he's he's. uh, I mean, baseball's gonna be exciting this year. I mean, what do you think about Bryce Harper, 19 years old? I mean, would anybody think he's old with 19 home runs? God, he's a nice he's a nice player. He he has superstar written all over him. The only thing is, will he stay healthy? And will he have his 10 cent head uh, uh, become a dollar head, meaning? Stop doing some baby things in there. He can't help himself because he's still a teenager. But yeah. he'll grow, and I'm sure guys that are on that team will help him grow. And he's a, a bright spot for the Nationals, as well as Strasburg, as well as Morris, as well as Ian Desmond and that kid Ramos, Wilson Ramos, at Clipper and Thorin. They got some good ball players in that team, and some surprises. Adam Morose with 31 home runs and number 100 oh, RBIs. Former Brave, well, former Pirate, former Red Sox. Well, I'll tell you the truth. If I had to give an MVP to somebody, I would choose him, even though uh, he don't have the, the Gordy average. But look what he's done with that team. He needs him in the home yeah, runs. He's really changed Michael, Michael Russo. What do you think about Michael Russo deciding to shut down Steven Strasburg with a chance to get to the championship? I mean, they still mean got Rizzo. Edwin Jackson there. They got uh, yeah, well, he's you know, they got Twyla. He pitched good. Well, what I always done is like this. With Strasburg, you got to do this. If you think you're going to get to the playoffs, we're still being in the playoffs with I have no doubt that they'll be in the playoffs. And you think you can win the World Series, and you got Strasburg, and you put him on the bench, and you say it's not his arm, his head wasn't in the Friday night's game. And if that really is true, then you've got problems. If they wanted to shut him down, they should have shut him down early in the season and let him pitch through this end of the season and into the playoffs. Because they need him. He's their best pitcher. He might be one of the best pitchers in all baseball. He's their guy that could get two starts in each and every series. And you want that because he's supposed to win for you. Now that he's not going to be there, 
It's a completely different story. Gio Gonzalez has had a great year for the Nationals. He could win the Cy Young. But after that, there's no one else that scares me. It's not Jackson, don't scare me. Um, uh, Who's their other stuff? Uh, uh, Zimmerman, don't scare me. No, Zimmerman. Well, I'm and, scared uh, what's the guy, John Lannan, he's not that good. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah big loss. Loss. He's, like I don't know why they're not going to pitch Strasburg. I mean, they're like, because they have a chance. They don't, they don't realize this year. The Giants, eh, the Giants got, I don't know if Winchingham's going to do all right, Ryan Voslin, uh, you know, uh, Mason Baumgarter. I mean, the Giants are probably the best team in National League, I mean, until someone beats them. I think, but the Nationals, I think, can easily get to the World Series if Strasburg is there. It's a different story because you just don't see the Braves. I mean, maybe the Reds, you know, it's a team that can get there. I mean, the Reds are a pretty good team. Reds got a nice team. They got a good pitching. Uh, and, and they got the best closer in the National League in that, and all those chapters. They're, oh, they yeah, got exactly. a good team. They got a good team. And they got a setup man in Jonathan Brock. They'll play Washington for it. Yeah. Those, they'll. Um, They'll fight. It's either going to be Cincinnati or Washington will make them in the World Series. Outside shot of the Braves. Giants can't get there. They just don't hit enough. You know, you think it's going to be in the American League? I believe uh, the the Yankees will fight out the Texas Rangers. Sleeper would be the Chicago White Sox. Because Detroit's not going to make it. Yeah, Detroit. They're they're a joke. I don't know if it's... Oh, not a joke. Look at... Well, Cabrera with 40 home runs and 129 RBIs. Yeah, and Prince what is Prince Drew, uh, 27 home runs, plus 100 RBIs. They got Verlander there. They got Porcello there. They got Scherzer there. They're no joke. They're no yeah. joke. That, that's a good That's a good baseball team. It's a good baseball team, and, uh, and they're going two games behind the White Sox. Some, somehow I don't see the Texas Rangers in the World Series. I don't know what's going on with Josh Hamilton and the sinus problem. He has a sinus infection. Uh, that's not going to hold him back with his 42 home runs. You see Josh Texas Hamilton going back to Texas? Or you think someone else is going to sign him, like L.A., Boston, New York? Oh, I, well, the Yankees would – I don't know what they would do with him because he'd have to go play uh, – well, Granderson's their, left, their center fielder. Yeah. And uh, they could throw him out left field because that would be if Banya's is out of there in right field. Uh, they got Nick Swisher that goes out there. I, I don't know if uh, the Yankees can put all that money up for him. You know, Texas is just not going to let him walk, just walk. They got a big bankroll with the, the money that they pay C.J. Wilson, and, and they they know that he's going to need to be resigned. What I would like to see is the Philadelphia Phillies open up their bank account and sign him. That would be wow. something that would be – Well, you, know, you never know you have with the Phillies, how they signed Cliff Lee, and Cliff Lee has been looking absolutely – Phillies pitching has looked really good, and Cliff Lee's been doing absolutely wonderful. You know, His last four really starts have been wonderful Phillies. for him, yep. In the Phillies, they traded Hunter Pence and Shane Victorino, but you know John Mayberry's had a really good year. Yeah, well, they started to play him every every day, but and they didn't get nothing for those two guys. And they sure hope that they got a couple guys in the minor leagues. They gave them away, and uh, I don't think the Phillies really thought that they were going to contend this year. They were 11 games under 500. They tried to put Cliff Lee, they, they put Cliff Lee on the waivers, and the Dodgers claimed them and they took them off the waivers. Now they're glad they did that. Because the future looks bright again for Philadelphia, even if they don't get in the playoffs, it looks bright because they're closing strong, and that's what they're going to build their next season on. And that's why they know they got to get some hit. They know they said middle relief in Philadelphia, the bullpen is terrible. So they're, yep. going, to, they're going to address what they need. I promise you, the third baseman won't be Planco. He's in his last year of his deal. He's always hurt. He's going to be gone. 
A second, remember, they'll get Utley back for a full year and Ryan Howard back for a full year. Uh, and Mayberry will start. And, and Carlos Ruiz, one of the best catchers in all baseball. And Jimmy Rollins, who has 22 home runs, going to score 100, RB, 100 runs and leads the team in all types of categories. He's had in last year. And they won't be a team that's not going to be heard from. Remember, they got Pablo Bond in the bullpen still. But they'll go out and they'll go get some of their needs, which is a third baseman, a left fielder, and uh, maybe one or two guys in the bullpen. And then they'll be fine. And then yeah, they'll, get, they'll, they'll, have they'll go out they'll and go in and get middle relief because the Phillies will always be. Yeah. They don't so really a bad team. I promise you they'll get at least four to five new guys on this team next year. Guaranteed, without a doubt, they'll get four or five guys on the team next year that will be different from this year. And that's because of they got a great GM in Ruben tomorrow, and he learned from – uh, that guy um, from Seattle, who's the guy, the, uh, the famous, uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. They put him in the Hall of Fame, the guy that used to be this. Who was the GM for Seattle back in the day? Oh, oh, um, oh, I know, Pat Gillick. Right, and he's tutored on the Pat Gillick, who's still involved with the Phillies. Yeah. He is a great GM. Is he the greatest GM of all time? Of course not, but he's a good one. He's he a real good with Toronto. Yes. He won with, I think, with, yeah. And Seattle when he put those 116 wins together. Yep. And he knows how to get players in. And he really evaluates talent very well. And he's a special assistant to Ruben Amaro. So I'm sure in the winter meetings, they'll get Ryan Sandberg together with Mike Schmidt and Charlie Manuel and Ruben. And, and Pat Gillick will be there. And then the 10 owners uh, headed up by Dave Montgomery. And they're all going to sit down and say, okay, look, what do we need? We got the fan bases. We sell out every night. Who do we need to bring in here? What do we got to solidify? This year's going to be different. We're going to have Chase and Ryan for the whole year, not going to be injured for half a season. Our pitching, the front three, look good. Halliday will get a whole season where he can rest his arm, get two, three more miles back on his fastball. Uh, we know we're solid to catcher because of, it, of Carlos Luis and, and Kratz, so they're solid there. We got first base. We got second base. We got first up. We need a third baseman. We've got our center fielder in Mayberry. And in right field and left field, well, Dominic Brown can play, and we go get to get ourselves a left fielder. Remember, Juan Pierre said 319 this year, okay, and uh, had five hits yesterday, a couple of hits today, or one hit today, uh, is a guy that can come off the bench and really play well for you. So they're not that far away. And they don't have a bad, back, don't have a bad backup catcher either. His name's Kraft, the young kid, isn't he? Yeah, I said that Jake Kraft, yes. He's a yeah. moose. He's on yeah. moose, I'm telling you. He has nine home runs. Okay, his, his average is tailed off. But you can see the guy, he throws guys out from, the, from his knees, from home wow. plate to second base. I watched him do it already. He's an excellent catcher. And he is, without doubt, the future of the catching. They know they got him and Ruiz. And they'll both get time because he's just, Ruiz is older. He was hurt this year a couple different times. And Kratz filled in really nice. So that's all solidified. There's only a couple of positions that they need to solidify. An outfielder and third base. And then maybe two guys in the bullpen. And they're set again. That's not a lot to ask for. No, I mean, I think, the, I, think the, I think the Phillies will make a run for the playoffs, but I think they'll fall up short. I think Milwaukee yeah, I will somehow maybe sneak in. I think yeah, the Cardinals I think Milwaukee's going to get there. I think right, the right. Cardinals will choke there, and I think Milwaukee will get there. If not, the Dodgers will get there. Look, Manly, if he don't get to the playoffs, I know they're going to hire him next year, but he should be shot worse with and, and, and tail feathered in, in a back barn after he got Ramirez Gonzalez. I know. You know 
and Joe Blanton. And he and can't, 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 can't barely regress. make it to the playoffs. And Quinn Crawford back next year. Wow. They got a good team. They, they, they regressed. They regressed. I don't they get it. Progress. They regressed. Natalie's a horrible manager. But let's go down to the Marlins. What do you think about – I'm hearing rumors out there. The uh, what's his name? Bet says he's going to be out, and Ozzie Guillen's going to get fired. So we'll take Ozzie Guillen, and it's going to be removed. They're looking for a new manager in Miami. Which, well, they should get a new manager. Does that mean – Do I? Well, oh, I think they should get a new manager. Uh, he's an unorthodox manager. He got lucky he with the way he sucks in 2005. Uh, he's a fiery, he's a disrespectful type of guy. He's not a great baseball man. He just fell into that. And all I can tell you is with all the players that they brought, brought to that team and then unloaded that beautiful stadium, he did such a high games. job. So boring. But, yeah. It doesn't it's, matter. The guy got Heath Bell in there. He got Henley Ramirez at the time. Yeah. Uh, they brought in uh, Jose Reyes in there. Mark Perlis. Uh, Mark Burley in there, and, and besides he what fell. they had before, and, uh, yeah, and then they got the Stanton, and they had the Sanchez's there, and they had Annabelle Sanchez on that team, so they had all the makings uh, on paper as a really good baseball team, and he just tore them apart, piece yeah. by piece, link by link. The clubhouse is terrible. Nobody yep. even likes him. The only reason he got the job is because out Miami, and it's a Hispanic type of atmosphere out there. That's the only reason they gave him that job. Look at they have the players, the Spanish players on that team. But that's what's out there in my and in Miami. Those type of people, the Spanish, heavily populated out there, and that's what they do down there. As far as his manageability, forget about it. Look what he did. No, Robin Ventura got them in first place. It's time the Marlins cut. It's time the Marlins to cut job with them. They're going to fire their GM. They're going to fire. Uh, you know, everything we saw on franchise, this team is a, a joke. And, you know, the fans are not going to show up. It's a fire sale every year, isn't it? What? Isn't it a fire? Every year isn't it a fire sale with the Florida Marlins? It is. Every year. It look is. at the last five years, it's been a fire. fire. Even when they were in the World Series, they sold their players. Yep. Renneria, they got everybody. It doesn't work in, in Florida baseball. Bottom line, Tampa Bay Rays or the Marlins. It doesn't work there. Relocate no. I promise you, if you put a baseball team out in Oklahoma, they'll do great. Yeah, I guarantee you. You put a, a team out in Oklahoma, look what they did in basketball. If you put yeah. a professional baseball team, you put them out in Utah, and they'll be great also. I, I think in Vegas, you, too. They love – oh, no, forget about it. No, Vegas is no good. Vegas is no good. Too many gamblers. Yeah, Too many sure. distractions. Yeah. When you go to Utah, the football programs and the basketball programs do really good out there, don't they? Yeah, you put out there when you think a football team, a baseball team would do out there. That's a good spot for an NFL team. You could, hey, if you want, go back to Houston then. Oh, they got Houston. I'm sorry, they came back in. But if you want, you can take the team to L.A. Yeah, they want to open up a team out in L.A. in the Coliseum again. You could take, you could take this a football team out there, or a baseball team out there. Well, I L.A. is eventually going to get a team because Magic Johnson plays, you know, he's, gonna, he's good at getting people. He's getting good people getting on. Like, well, look he, what he did with, he, the, he's gonna, with the Dodgers. Yeah. You know, I, don't know if he's, I don't know if he's a baseball owner type of guy, but they're going to eventually get a football team out there. But, I mean, Florida, I mean, are you a hockey fan? I mean, I don't really talk a lot about hockey. but I've had some hockey. hockey uh, yeah. It's done, yeah. isn't it? 
What's that? Hockey looks like it's not coming back. I just read today that the um, the Winter Classic is going to be yeah preseason's canceled and the Winter Classic is going to be wiped out. So it's looking like they're saying that hockey might not be back for two years. Wow. Well, Kristellos and the Flyers signed over in, in in Russia somewhere. I forget the team, but he's already signed the contract. And uh, I had Bernie Nichols on the show along with Bill Clement and Brian Prop from the Flyers. And um, there is no way that the players will deal with those owners that way. And that is the only sport where the players have an advantage because they could play overseas for euros, which is more than, worth more than dollars, and talk to people in their own country again that they understand the English. It's yeah. not like it, the Americans got to go play in the Italian League of basketball. They already know the language. That's where they came from to begin with. Yep. They're playing in the States. They go back to their own countries. They have hockey out there. So and they'll, and they'll pay good money for them. Oh yeah, so they don't hurt. So as far as if it closed down for two years, you won't see hockey at all. Forget about it. It it, it would be so difficult to come back. They couldn't even get the sponsorship and the contracts. Yeah, it would take ten years go. to evolve into a hockey league. But it won't be two years. They're gonna. They might have like a forty game season if they're lucky. That's which was, which is not good. bad. Like in the NBA season, it's pretty good. Like they had sixty-two game seasons. Nah, it's actually a pretty good season. No, nah, but they, they they crunched them too far together when they were playing three games in a, in a row, uh, and you, yeah. you just can't do that to a basketball player. And a lot of guys were getting hurt, and a lot of guys were still out of shape. Uh, forty games in hockey is different because they're already playing for other teams, so they're in shape. Oh, they're yeah. already overseas yeah. playing. And as soon as they have provisions in their contracts, when the NFL collective bargaining agreements meet and we say yes, I go directly back to my team. They can prorate my salary right every day. I'm sure they work out deals. And I'm positive when you get the guys that come back to their home countries, which is packed at stadiums even more just to see their home guys come back because they made it in the pros in the United States. Hockey has the players have the advantage and this is the only sport that they have the advantage, and it's in hockey. So no, that's a they're really, going to go really and play in their home countries. That's a really good so point. They, they know the language. It's not like they have they to do. learn the language. But they, they, that's where they come from. So that's that's what it is. And, uh, and, and in the wonderful world of sports, you can always tell your your, your fans and your listeners, the Goldie the Artie Clear Show, uh, 609-447-0236 or 609-447. Zero six five five. I go to five to seven. Wi Fi fourteen sixty. You can pick me up on my website on the www.theordyclearshow.com. And I want to say, Brian, you do a fine job at your job. Thank you. Um, we, need, we, need, we, need, we need to talk. I'll give you a call. I'll give you a call tomorrow. And call our show on yes. Sunday. We have a fancy show. I'll be out in Arizona next week. Have you ever been out to Arizona? I've been to Arizona. My my guy Seth Joyner, who lives out there, we do a show on Thursdays from seven to eight on the Artie Clear Show. I've been out there. It's nice out there, uh, and um, uh, you have a good time out in Arizona. So I, I, if you need me, I'm at your disposal. Just give me a call or whatever I will. It is. I will. We can talk, talk to you. But thanks for calling the you show, Arnie, and you have a great night. Hey, okay? Brian, enjoy yourself and go go to Dawson's. I know you love them fish, but uh, hey, go I, I love them. You know I'm obsessed with them, so I hopefully we can win this week. I, I want you to. I want them because I, 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 I don't particularly Eagles care for the Jets. No, I'm not a big Red Flyers fan. I, no, 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 no. I, I love the Eagles. Don't get me wrong. I'm a football guy. I love the yeah. Eagles, and I'm rooting for them first. But I love football. So when it comes to the Jets, 
I just don't like the makeup. Oh, of I, I've always hated and, the Jets. And, I've always did. I hate the well, fans. Not that I, I hate them. Well, yeah, there. I just don't like their coach because I think he's the a crying guys, just guys that are overhyped. They're living off the old man, and they really have no idea of what they're doing. And to me, you get too much ink in the paper and too much camera work on them guys when there's a game that's televised. All you see is Rex and Rob Ryan all the time, and I'm sick of looking at them guys. They've never won nothing. They never even got to a point where they were in the Super Bowl. Uh, he got this uh, championship twice, and he lost both times, and that's it. Uh, and I don't, I'm tired of hearing about them. I'm tired of looking at them because they really don't do nothing for me. Nothing at all. No. Nothing them entertains me. The only thing I like about Rex is he licks feet. That's it. You always want to yeah. lick someone's feet. Yeah, he's going to like compete to the unemployment line with uh, Vince Young. So, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens with the game. Uh-huh. He'll get a job somewhere because of his name. He'll never be out of football because there's always jobs that open up. You know that you'll see, what, three or four coaches get fired this year easily? Just because yeah, of I, think, I, think, I think Rex Ryan could be out. If Smith doesn't get the foul in the playoffs, he'll be well, gone. Do you think the North guy, Turner gone? Think, who? North Turner will be definitely out of San Diego. If he doesn't win this year. Okay. What about Romeo Cornell from Cleveland? Do you think he'll last after they have a terrible season? Probably not. No. Okay. Who's the coach of the Dolphins? Who's your coach? Uh, Joe Philman. Okay. Now, what's he had the job for two years now? No, it's his first year. Sperano was there That's last year, and they let him go, right, okay, and they yeah, brought in um, yeah, he's, Bulls. Yeah, he stays. He stays. He stays. Yeah. He stays. But the guy from Carolina, Ron Rivera, does have a terrible year. He can go. Well, he'll the, go, yeah. Tampa Bay has a terrible year again. He can go. Yeah, uh, but I don't think they're going to fire Gretchen, you know. I think he's there for a while. I think Tampa Bay is good. I think Garrett could get uh, fired if the Cowboys don't do it. Romo and Garrett could be gone, both of them. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Romo would be going, but I, I think this is I think this is gone. Romo's year to turn turn it around or or shut up. But I just don't think the Cowboys. I just don't think the Cowboys they have it. You know, Seattle's a good team. I could see them making some noise. No, I don't know how good they are. Or are, are they that good, or is Dallas that bad? Well, we'll see. They we'll see what they do against the Packers. Yeah, and, and if the Packers throttle them and beat them up real good, what are you going to think about the Cowboys? Wow, you think they're a horrible team, and Tony Romo can't win a big game. He went to New York and dominated New York, and then he comes out and just throws a flat game. And that's Romo for you. He'll start off really good, and then, you know, he's not a good fantasy quarterback. At the end of the day, he finds a way to choke. And Jason Wyndham uh, hasn't been the same since his injuries, and he's just falling apart, getting old. You remember when he fumbled that extra point snap? Remember yes. that play? Yes. Yeah. Where was that? Seattle. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. When, when Romo fumbled the, the extra point snap and they lost the game by a point, where were they at? Seattle. Right. Where did they lose that last week? Seattle. Okay, so they want to get away from Seattle. They can't play in that place. No. It's a bad zone for them. Bad thoughts. They need to get out of there. I don't know how good Seattle is. I know one thing. That Marcel Lynch is a hard guy to get down. He's a good running back for them. I know oh, yeah. when he was on the waiver water, I was, I was the same to the Eagles. There's your guy. Go get him. Go get him. Because hey, you don't even have to start him. You can get 10, 11 carries if you say they had him as a backup for McCoy. And he would be fine with that. And he's a hard runner. And he and he's a really big, important cog to that team. Who's like, the, the backup running back to Sean McCoy now? Is it? No. No, no. no. Sean McCoy is one of the best running backs 
Well, yeah, no, he is. Who's, who's, the back, who's the backup running back to McCoy right now? I can't even think for the uh, Eagles. Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis. Okay, Deion Lewis Deion and his kid. Um, yeah, he played for Pittsburgh. Came out, he was in the backfield with McCoy for a year. He got a pit. And then that kid, number 32, out of Washington, is a good running back. He had a really good um, preseason. And I forget his name. I think his name is Worth or something like that. Uh, no, uh, no, it's Polk. Polk. The kid, Polk Chris Polk. Yes. The running okay. back out of Washington. He's a nice, yeah, he's a nice running back also. The Eagles got some depth. Yeah, they got, they got some depth. And uh, they'll be able to withstand some injuries. But they lose their center in Kelsey. And they lose uh, Jeremy Macklin for this week at least. Macklin's out. And we'll see what happens. But, Brian, this, thanks so much for having me on the show. Thanks for calling. Call again, okay, Arnie? Take care. You got it, kid. Have a good night. Okay. Bye, bye, bye. You too. Bye. And now, guys, that was Arnie Clear on um, based out of Philadelphia. He loves his Eagles. He loves his Sixers. He loves his, the Phillies, and he really brings it. You guys got to listen to his show. His name is Arnie Clear on Facebook and www.thearnieclearshow, and him and I are going to work business together. Guys, this is a pretty slow show today. We haven't had many callers. been a little disappointed, but, you know, I, I bring my people on, you know, and they bring it. They bring your knowledge. They bring it. So we might end this a little early. we got 16 minutes left in the show. So I'll ramble on and I'll talk. Guys, it's going to be a big upset this week. I mean, college football, you could have a lot of upsets. But let's get right into football. Like last week I called out. I was like the Swami. The Swami, right? Arizona, I call it the Arizona win. You can go listen to my show, www.schoolkitchenradio. Listen to the Friday show. I picked Arizona over New England. People thought I was crazy. People thought I was drinking again, but I picked them. That happened. I picked Seattle over Dallas because of the Tony Romo factor. I just can't win in Seattle. I took my Dolphins because they thought the Dolphins just beat them the last three times, and they did it again. And then I put Denver Broncos to lose to the Falcons. So, you know, so let's go here. I'm going to give you four games that I like this week, and I'm going to break them down and tell you what I think about them. So let's go through here. We're going to hear a little drum roll here, and we'll be right back. You're like, hey, you listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. It's Brian Late Night Show. Next week we'll be live from Arizona, so I'm I'm really uh, I'm really ecstatic about it. So we're going to hear do you do you uh, little uh, big omeezy guys, a little big omeezy. That's my boy, and uh, we'll be right back on Soul Kitchen Radio. Seven one four six nine four four one five zero. Well, we got a little freeze here in the computer. Uh, let's still get this show going. It's going to still run. So I'll just I'll just talk. So guys, what do we think is going to happen in football this week? Well, there's going to be a lot of upsets. You got UNL and playing Baylor right now, 35 to 34. But uh, we got a little freeze in my computer, so I'm just going to go on and talk. Let's talk a little baseball. I'll run down the baseball scores really quick. Baltimore beat Phil. Baltimore beat Boston 4-2. Houston beat. You're going to be Pitt 7-1. Arizona 14. You have something to say? Call right now 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. And that's Soul Kitchen Radio, guys. We'll be right back after this message. We're going to hear a little music here. I want to hear a little uh, Amizi, guys. A little Amizi. That's my boy. And uh, we'll be back, and we want, to, we want to just bring it. You know, so hear a little dub on me, corporate thugs, big Amizi. A big Amizi. If you're listening right now, give a shout out. You're listening to your late night show, and this is your host again, Brian Kaiserman. 714 694 4150. Next week, we'll be live in Arizona. I'm pumped. 
someone will host my show, and I will call. I got to find a good host, and uh, hopefully, we have a lot of calls, and then we'll be live from Arizona for the uh, football game. We're live Kansas City last year. We'll be live in Arizona, and we'll be live at the Niners game probably December ninth. Uh, again, you're listening to Big O Measy right now, and this is your your host again, Brian seven one four six nine four four one five zero. Patrick to throw the ball. 
the, you know, Scott Chandler and all these different receivers, Steve Johnson and Jones. And I think Cleveland's going to win in a close one, probably like a 17-14-1. And I think the dog pound will prevail on this one. Tampa Bay, Dallas. Uh, I like Tampa Bay with Doug Martin. I think Freeman's really good. Vincent Jackson. I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay wins this one. Tampa Bay's defense is not bad. Dallas has just come off a loss. This is a home opener. I think Dallas wins it by 10 points. And I think Romo comes out and actually has a pretty good game, even though I traded him in fantasy. Detroit, Tennessee, I just don't think Tennessee's for real. Jake Walker, the, you know, Nate Washington, the Brit to uh, the, the the rookie receiver that they got, right? Uh, you know, Judge Javon Reiner's questionable. I think Detroit with Calvin Johnson, Brandon Pettigrew. Uh, they're getting LaShear back, the running back, who's from – the big stud that they got drafted out of Illinois, and uh, Kevin Smith too, and you know you can't forget about so 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 can impress me. So I like Detroit probably by seven to ten points. Jacksonville, Indianapolis this is a close one, but I think at the end of the day, Andrew Luck will drive them down. I think Fleener's going to have a pretty big game. Um, I think uh, you know the, the defense of Monte Davis will get a key interception, and uh, you guys got to look watch out for Donnie Avery. Donnie Avery will come through. Probably like a 20 to 10 score. Uh, San Francisco, Minnesota this is a pretty close one, but I think San Francisco wins by seven. Probably like a 28 to 21, maybe 28 to 17. Blair Walsh would be a good pickup in your fantasy league. San Francisco is just so loaded. Frank Gore, like we were talking about, Hunter. They got Brandon Jacobs, who's injured. And they got the guy that they drafted out of Oregon, well, Michael James, who's good. Look at their receivers, Manningham. I mean, from the Giants, they got uh, Crabtree, Randy Moss, Monte Davis, Teddy Ginn. So, I mean, they're absolutely loaded a receiver. And Alex Smith's a really good quarterback. So, I think the Giants, the Niners are just too much of a dominating team this year. And they're, they're going to win that one. Kansas City, New Orleans. This is a close one. Uh, I can't really tell you who's going to win this. But I think Darren Sproles will come out. And he'll have a uh, absolutely great game. I don't think Halston's going to play. And I think that could open up for Lance Moore. I think Drew Brees is going to come out and really step up. But I just Kansas secondary and their defense is just not good. I have nothing confidence in Matt Castle. And I definitely think New Orleans probably like 28 to 14. Cincinnati, Washington. This is a close one. I, I don't know who's going to win this one. I think RG3 is going to come out. But their defense of Washington is so beat up. And they lost that guy. <laughs> I can't pronounce his name. He's like the guy on the commercial. But I think uh, RG3 and Hankerson is going to be a good start this week. So, uh, you know, no no Pierce Croissant this week is going to be a big loss. <clears throat> Alfred Morris will have a big game. I mean, if you want to start a fantasy, you got to go Andy Davis and, you know, the law firm and uh, Ben Jarvis Green. But I think Washington home crowd will win by probably three to six points. Uh, Philadelphia, Arizona, I know we had Arnie Clear on the show, and he's a huge Eagles fan, but I just not sold on the Eagles. You know, they, they barely won against Baltimore. They didn't look good against Cleveland. Michael Vick had four interceptions, and I think Arizona's for real. I think Patrick Peterson, Daryl Dawkins, and uh, the defense is really going to hold them. And I think Wallace is going to come out and actually have a pretty good game. And I think Larry Fitzgerald's going to open up, whether it's Kevin Cole or John Shelton. I think Philly. I think Arizona's going to go three and zero, uh, and the Dolphins will play them next week. So I definitely like Arizona. Atlanta, Atlanta, San Diego. That's a toss up. That can go either way. Uh, I just don't see Philip Rivers having a great game. That's why I'm starting Joe Flacco in my fantasy. I think he's going to run the ball a lot to Ryan Matthews, 
Is uh, Antonio Gates going to be healthy? Is Robert Meacham going to be healthy? Is Malcolm Floyd going to have a game? What's Floyd going to do? I mean, the Falcons are so loaded. I think Jones is going to come back in a big way. I mean, I tried trading him in my fantasy. I think he's going to get 30 points for people, two touchdowns. I think Michael Turner has something to prove. He's just got a DUI, and he's going to at least get a touchdown. And I think Matt Ryan's going to have probably a 300-yard game with three touchdowns. I don't see White having a great game because I think San Diego secondary is going to focus more on White, Gonzalez, and like we said, Harry Douglas, you never know, can open up as a slot back. And you got to walk out to watch out for Jacques Rogers. I like Atlanta at a close one, three to six points. Houston, Denver. I think Houston's defense is going to win that one, and Peyton Manning's going to throw an interception to key. It's going to be like a – 31-28 Houston victory, and I think Houston is just one of the teams that could possibly get to the Super Bowl with Watts, and I think Matt Schaub's going to have an amazing game. Marion Foster, Ben Tate, Brad, you got Walters. Is Andre Johnson going to have a good game? Is Owen Daniels going to step up? Pittsburgh, Oakland. I see Oakland possibly pulling the upset because you never know with what Oakland team you're going to get, but I think at the end of the day, Pittsburgh's too strong. That offensive line, you got to watch out for, like, Ponce, you got Wallace, you got uh, Antonio Brown, you got Heath Miller open up, you got good running backs in Dyer, you got uh, Redmond, you got your my boy from uh, Rainey from the Gators. So you never know what you're going to see out of Pittsburgh. Oakland's going to try to open up with their McFadden. Uh, they're going to try to hit up Denarius more a little, and that defense is going to try to stop the run. Because I think Pittsburgh's going to run a lot on them, but I think Rosenberg's going to throw for a career high. Probably like two touchdowns. Maybe 280 to 300 yards, but I, I think Pittsburgh more than a close one, probably by three to six points. Green Bay, Seattle. Um, I don't know who's going to win this one, but I'll, I'll go with my gut. I think Seattle's great, and that 12th man's going to help Seattle win. I think they're going to run the ball to Marshall Lynch. I think Sidney Rice is going to open up, and I wouldn't surprise, be surprised with Braylon Edwards. With uh, the Green Bay Packers, is Jamarcus Finley going to step up? Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Nelson will have some catches. I don't know if Jennings is going to play, and I think they're going to stop Cedric Benson. He's going to have a really, really bad game. I just don't think Green Bay is for real anymore. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. I think Seattle is going to win probably like 27-23. And, guys, that's it for your shows uh, tonight. You know, we had a great show. We have only uh, three minutes on. So, you know what, I'll talk a little, you know, for three minutes, guys. Which we're just going to get better and better. Again, you're listening to a late night show with Brian. I'm hoping to get some better hosts on here. And anybody that's listening, just you know, comment on my show, comment on Facebook, listen to me on Twitter. What do you want to hear? Um, you know, I'm all for the audience, man. I don't care what audience I track. That six year olds, I have ninety year olds on my show. I bring anybody. I bring sports hosts. I bring people in swimsuit models. I mean, I don't care. I just want to talk sports. That's what I love. That's my passion. Um, we came together three years ago. So, again, guys, you're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. Let's go out with a bane. Let's go out with a dolphin song and uh, call this a night. And everybody have a safe weekend. And uh, fins up, everybody. And, again, you're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio with Brian. And uh, we'll be live from Arizona next week. So I'm going to go out a little early tonight. i still got two minutes left in the show. We're going to hear a little music, a little Miami Dolphins cheer, and then we'll call it a night. Again, have a great night, and you're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio with your host, Brian Kaiserman. And everybody be peachy. And here's my song, Old Dolphins Over Kicks. Dolphins over jets, dolphins over jets, time to show who the best. Dolphins over jets, dolphins over jets, dolphins over jets, time to show who the best. Them J-E-T and suck up, suck, and the F-I-N going up. Uh-uh. Them J-E-T-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-
Rollers over jets, fibbling over wrecks, sun life over met, rookies over vets, promise over threats, and I promise we the best, and we coming for the win, I just hope your team set, we screaming Reggie, Reggie, running like the Prezi, then I mean he ready like a Hemi in the Chevy, zooming, we just booming, got Tannehill pursuing excellence, and he gon' prove it, watch my team move steady, fly from New York, get a welcome to Miami, playing Uncle Buck, Rex look like John We got 30 seconds left, so we're going to go out like this. Guys, listen to our fantasy football show. Who to start, who to sit, and listen to Camacho's mom, who will make predictions. And I'll even get my girlfriend on to make predictions. And, guys, tune in to Soul Kitchen Radio on Sunday, 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and 9 o'clock West Coast Standard Time. Again, everyone have a good night. This is your host, Brian Kaiser for Soul Kitchen Radio. Good night, everyone.